Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to The Water Cooler on Podcast One. Kim, this is what our theme song sounds like. Water Cooler. Water cooler. Hello and welcome back to Water Cooler. Cooler. That's our show. That's our show name, right? Smooth start. Damn. I could even make it to, to four words. It's professional, folks. Episode number 262, also known as 69 plus 69 plus 69 plus 55. Thank you so much for tuning in. We got a grand old show today. A lot of stuff to get to, but let me introduce everybody here. We've got Kalen here. What's going on? Gary's here. What's up? What's up? Matt Fondelier. Hey, brother. And my name's Chris Loxamana. Mike Dawson is not here. We don't know why. Thank you again for uh, tuning into the show. We love doing this show, and we got a lot. We got we got another part of the bracket. Which yeah, we do. My the, God. Uh, what is this bracket called so again? Excited. This is the Super Bowl. The, the soup? Soup. Herbal. Herbal. Thank you. And and the uh, the foundation that puts it on. HSF, HSF, parentheses, HSF. Yeah, out of? That's that's last parentheses part. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My God. And, uh, and of course, Kalen has a flicking. I do. Which I'm very excited about. And Gary, uh, he doesn't have a tech talk, but I've been watching him deal with some tech, I don't know, the last. Nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. What is going on, man? I don't know. I got a new phone, and their Apple has a really slick process where you just point your new phone at your old phone, and everything works, except it absolutely doesn't, and <laughs> yeah. I am losing my mind. Now, yeah. Chris, the thought, did you try making the phones kiss like I, you would two Barbie dolls? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. kith. <clears throat> you know, and like kind of make their the bottoms touch, if if, you know what I mean? If you're watching on YouTube, you'll yeah. see right now that the, they're sitting here. I am trying in vain to make them work while kissing, and it's not working. Yeah, they're smushing hard. So I feel very bad for the yeah. Apple representative that gets my phone call later this evening because I'm not getting off the f- The last guy that I got on the phone while we were at the office early in the day basically told me that I should start over and that I should go back to a brand new iPhone with no apps and just rebuild my life. Mm. And that is just not going to – that's not going to yeah, work. Yeah, all your contacts, all your texts, <clears throat> yeah. all that stuff. That's you know, a nightmare. If you get hooked up with the right customer service rep from Apple, they'll let you know that we're going to solve this together like the Scooby gang. That's <laughs> true. Well, see, that's why I only do the verbal one. I, right. I won't do it over text because I, that is just mind-blowing. Yeah. <laughs> Gary, listening to you with customer service, though, I think your approach is a little off. Because really? you are too polite. Mm. You are. Well, you sound almost defeated. That was round one. 
I, I am. I plan to be a lot more aggressive and not be taking no for an answer Thank the you. way I did this yeah. morning. This morning, I just I was so the the fact that this guy thought that just start over like it's a fresh iPhone and like rebuild everything. The fact <laughs> that he thought that was a reasonable suggestion just let me know that I was never getting to where I wanted to go with that particular guy. Yeah. So I just sort of gave up. But tonight I will be much more forceful. You see, the problem is, is that what I'm running into is it's saying that my old phone has purchases associated with a different Apple ID. And not just one different Apple ID, like 40 of them. And I've never had another Apple ID on my phone. I don't do family sharing. Joy is not on my phone. So uh, there's a problem here, and there has to be a fix. They've got to be able to help me figure yeah. it out. Like, is it – sorry. Is it possible that these are water cooler cell phone listeners? Oh. It is ah. possible. Like they subscribed. They didn't know how else to do it, so they just glommed yeah. onto your Apple ID. It's very possible because, I, as I told you, there's two or three Apple ID emails that I do recognize of you know people we know that I personally know have listened to water coolers, so it's definitely possible. Yeah, I don't, I don't like the just, getting, just start new. It's like I call the cops, missing persons report. Hi, I cannot find my wife. Well, man. Start dating. Yeah. <laughs> Get back out there, bro. I'm sorry. Exactly. Download those apps. Yeah. And look, if they had caught my dad or something and told him to restart, like that might be one thing. Like he uses his phone to call people because he's old. I My whole – my house is all controlled by my phone. Like my car – that's my car key. Like I can't – I'm not starting over. That's just not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So Well, good Damn. luck, Gary. Thank you it very is, much. Yeah, it has been a quite, – quite the process. It's been a journey. Yeah. Uh, all right, so before we get to our signature segments, which I'm so excited about, we got to kick it off with some listener comments, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, let's let's just get to it. I love this. Now it's time for. Oh, I played the old one. Now it's time for listener comments. What a lovely intro. Oh yeah, Kaylin has headphones today. Wow, you can hear all the musical I never cues. Heard that. In honor of the comments, I'm going to do a boozy bite. That's right. We Thank received uh, some amazing product from producer Laura Lee. They're called Boozy Bites, and they're basically pre-made Jello shots with a hell of a packaging design wherein you use the glass to feed yourself the Jello shot. So you yeah. unscrew it like this. It, yeah, it looks like a it looks like a wine glass or martini glass with a stem, but the stem you can actually use that to push out like a push pop, push out the Jello part. Are you gonna do another one, Chris? Yeah, I will do my uh, first one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. I meant do one for the first time, not like some before the show started. Um, No, I'll try the Moscow Mule one. I'm Uh, trying the Citrus Punch. Gary, what do you think? I think it's great. I I was a little confused because I was over at my mother's house last night, and as I was leaving, my mom, and as I was leaving, (laughs) she just shoved this into my hand and said, take this into work this week and share it with the Boba Boys. Oh, that's very sweet. Thank you, producer Laura Lee. I had no idea what they even were until I got home. I didn't really look at the box. I will try this during a flicking when I don't have to talk, because the first one I tried, I was uh, was out for for a minute. It took you a while. And by the way, you guys... Positing, thank you, Matt. You're the welcome. first one, Matt took like in four bites. He was like, "I would never put this whole thing in my mouth." That totally <laughs> get that drop. Yeah, I'll stand by it. Right. Yeah. yeah, but it was going to really taste the vodka, though. That's, oh, you that's sh- the thing about this. They're pretty strong. Pretty good. They're fifteen yeah. percent everywhere, so they are. Uh, yeah, they're legit. Ooh. All right, I cannot. Yeah. I can't wait to, to Ooh, get yeah. put throw this one down my gullet. All right, let's get going get with some dropped. listener comments. Once again, these are these are these are comments and clan mail sent no, to us no, on I don't Facebook. Think any mail sounds no. right. They're just comments. Oh yeah, clan mail. It sounds right. No, no, no. no. Oh boy. 
Uh, this is from our Facebook group. And if anybody wants to join the Facebook group, very easy. Facebook.com slash group slash Bobo Boy Army Worldwide LLC. All right. Let's start it off. Sarah writes, hey, Bobo Boys. Hey. <laughs> Remember that one time Quarren Queen Jen borrowed Chris's car and his Bluetooth was still connected? Yep. Classic. Sure do. As I remember, she had not left the driveway yet. He got caught watching porn as soon as she left because the sound was playing in his car. This story may trump the time he shit his pants or might uh, make for a great rehearsal dinner story. Well, you're welcome in advance. Love you, Max Pata. Mean it. Oh, yes, we all remember this. Great story. story. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, actually, you remind Chris of it daily. <laughs> Je- yeah, Jen brings it up a lot more often than uh, I'd like. And I will also say it's actually a a morality tale for the rest of us because I can't tell you how many times now as I'm getting into the car with my wife, I make sure to like activate the music app and like get it loaded up on my Mm. phone. You know what I mean? I don't want to take any chances. I heard your story and I was mortified. And she referenced that it might be a good uh, rehearsal dinner speech. Um, You got to be really careful who you pick to make those speeches. Uh, Guys are savage and they're they're real monsters. I did not tell my best man he was my best man until he was in California for the wedding because I was afraid that if he was given ample notice, he would write a horrific speech that would be (laughs) just horrible. He still wrote a pretty messed up speech. He was kind enough to do a lot of it in code, but I was very embarrassed as he was giving it. It was pretty awesome. I'm not worried. I have nothing to hide. Sure. Sure. Well, you talk about all your embarrassing stuff on this podcast. <laughs> that's yeah, that's all out. But have there. your relatives heard it? Yeah, I have relatives to listen to the show. Sure. Yeah. No, I'm not talking about Kalen. He's part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I know Kalen is one of them. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I always consider it to be like uh, like B Rabbit in Eight Mile. Wow. Just mm-hmm. put it out there. Puts it out Don't there before the before yeah. anyone else could get <laughs> yeah, to I him. Yeah, Kalen gets it. I uh, I abide by by that that concept. Uh, all right, but thanks for writing that, Sarah. Melissa writes, I definitely listened to the water cooler before the Adam Carolla show. Doesn't everyone? Hashtag Wolf Wolf, hashtag respect all women, hashtag respect the water cooler's worst caller. Hashtag love my bubble boys. A lot of hashtags. I don't think you're the worst caller. How dare you? Yeah. But thank you for writing that. Kalen uh, was way worse when he called in. Do you guys remember that? Yeah, Kalen. God, what a Kalen, terrible performance that was. He just, he didn't even speak. He just pushed numbers. <laughs> That's right. Kayla, are oh, you, right. are you yeah, there? When I was in the hospital. That was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you had other things yeah. to worry about. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Show over here. Priorities, man. Come on. Yeah. Lamb, yeah. You, know? you know what? I got nothing to say. You got me. <laughs> Wes Woods asked a question. Hey, curious if anyone here hunts. If uh, if so, do you do the processing yourself or send it out? And he put a picture up of some of his meats. Mm. I didn't know that you had to do, like, I didn't even know the word processing, but I guess it's kind of when you like you clean your fish out, you, you bring your... Yeah, but you like you send it to a lot of people. Send them to butchers, like make like sausage or stuff like that out of it. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, So I don't think I could hunt. You don't think you could hunt? Maybe like birds. What's the largest? Maybe about it. (laughs) Well, they're not real. Yeah, fake. What do you care? That's why. (laughs) What? I'm doing everyone a favor. What is the largest thing that you would hunt, Chris? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Probably birds. Uh, Probably birds. But like like a a turkey or like an ostrich. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, No, I wouldn't kill an ostrich. You would kill a duck. Ostrich is too big. Too big. But ducks okay. Ducks okay. What about big bird? Big bird? Too big. Big bird's too big. Too big. How about a hummingbird? I couldn't. No, I don't want to kill a too hummingbird. Small. <laughs> yeah, too small. Yeah, there's a sweet spot. Yeah, you got to find the right. <laughs> yeah, duck to chicken yeah. range. There you go. Yeah, hummingbirds are real. I don't know. I don't think so. They're too fast. 
All right, Dave. Too fast. fast. Their wings are They're too fast. fast. They are not that fast. Yeah, how do they just hover perfectly still? That's for how that they were long? made. Yeah, it's really a steady cam. It's the steady cam of birds. You're right. It's been uh, said many times. <laughs> David Hundley put a little script together. He goes. Uh, he starts off with my wife. My wife. My wife. My wife. She says, "I don't think the Christmas Chronicles looks good." <sighs> David. Well, Caitlin really liked it. Wife. Why were you talking to my friend Caitlin? David. No, I said Caitlin. Wife. Who's Caitlin? And then it ends. <laughs> and scene. And scene. Uh, Sean writes, oh no, he just put a picture up of a Natty Light Celsius. I didn't know they made Celsius. They're Natty tall boys, too. And they're think- tall boys. And uh, the flavor was Catalina Lime Mixer. Wow. That's good. I think uh, Gary showed me a link, too. Was it Bud Light or somebody's making their Celsius that's like. Eight and a half or nine percent. It's crazy. But like oh, the platinum. platinum. I had that. Chris has had that, he told me. It was good. Yeah. Got me from A to B, sure. Uh, but, you know, even if I drink, I'll, it doesn't even matter. I still come into work and nobody even notices. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Stephanie Gutierrez and Jeff. Uh, oh, they both, well, two listeners, Stephanie and Jeff, they both gave a shout out to Andy, who called into ACS and he led with a pro puppy. Before Phenomenal. going into that was great. His, uh, comment, I think Dawson shouted that out on Patreon. It was, <laughs> it was really glorious. Yeah, so thank you, Andy. And then Jeff also commented that ACS was ripping off our sandwich cutting oh, yeah. bit. Which is true. Yeah. Um, you can bet, by the way, that every time that happens, one of the reps on this show will run out of their office and make eye contact with another person on <laughs> yeah. the show what the heck? and just nod and acknowledge that once again our show is being copied. Yeah, Gary goes, is there something we can do about this? I'm working on it. Okay, thank you. Uh, Christopher Logan. He- I actually heard him say, what's on the menu? And I was like, what's what going on? What the hell? It's weird. Yeah. I think they're even speaking English. Yeah. Uh, Christopher Logan, right, he says he was listening to Dawson Shit I Did as a Kid and reminded him of the corporal punishment that his brother and he received as kids. He says, my mom had the best move. Instead of spanking, my mom would reach back in the car and pinch and twist the skin on top of our knees, and that was way worse than any spanking. My dad's weapon of choice was a bare-bottom spanking with a wooden spoon, which wasn't pleasant either. Ultimately, my mom was scarier than my dad. If you pissed off my mom, you really had to be out of line. Yeah, I'd say so. God, seeing those fingers just come out. From when you're sitting in the back seat, just in between the two the two front seats, you know it's happening. And they're coming right at you. That's yeah, that's terrifying. No, thank you. No bueno. Let's see here, Jake. Uh, he asked this question. I thought it was interesting. He says, "What's the best way to kick off some meat candy cooking?" And uh, by meat candy, he's referring to bacon. Um... How do you cook your bacon? He says, uh, "By peeling off each slice of the slab, it can get messy and lead to bacon breakage." Therefore, I like to put the whole slab down, the fattier side first, onto the pan, and it loosens up and it's easier to separate. And is there anything I'm missing? And a lot of people commented, I actually prefer to cook my bacon in the oven. I prefer to do it this way. How do you guys cook your bacon? Matt just had bacon that looked like Donald Trump the That's other day. That's right. I did. Uh, how do you cook your bacon, Matt? Well, before I met my wife, I was always a frying pan kind of guy. But my wife taught me about the joys of the oven. So that is how I cook the bacon now. And the idea of not separating the strips first sounds like complete madness to me. <laughs> I would be too afraid to try it. Also, how many pieces of bacon is the man cooking at once? It looked it looked like a that was a crazy amount. picture. That was the entire yeah. rack of bacon. Yeah, 
And and uh, I worry that it would get cooked unevenly. Now, Matt, are you just signing on to this guy's use of the term rack? Because I've never heard that before. Oh, did he say rack of bacon? I thought I just said he that. He said slab, slab. maybe? I've He's never heard slab. either of those terms. What, what is this anarchy? A slab of bacon. A slab of bacon. Is that a real thing? Caitlin, have you ever heard that? Um, the package is I, referred I to as a slab? I haven't heard it, but I feel like I could picture it in my mind. I can mind. picture it. Yeah. No, I, yeah, got, I know no, what he was talking about. but I don't think that's the official term, but when he says it, I understand what he means. So yeah. I think it works. All right. How do you cook your bacon, Gary? Uh, when I was a kid, uh, producer Laura Lee used to do it in the microwave quite a bit. My oh, sure. That and, and that actually worked out just fine. Um, as I have grown, I have also taken a stop in the frying pan department and have settled more recently. And I'll be... I'll be fully truthful that my wife often does it for me because she's the best, but oven. That's yeah, the way to do it. Kalen? My mom also used the microwave growing up, so that's the only way I kind of knew how to make ba- bacon. And then when I met Amy, she was horrified that <laughs> I was doing rad. that. <laughs> and I tried to prove to her, like, no, no, you could do it. Watch. And I put some in the microwave and totally undercooked it. And that was the last time I tried to use the microwave. I What I do is, since I pretty much exclusively eat bacon with eggs... What I do is I cook the bacon in the pan and then just put the eggs right right in with that bacon grease and then cook my, my scrambled eggs in the bacon grease. That. Some I'm okay with that. sounding eggs, man. Sounds great. I, uh, I've had both ways. I've actually never had microwaved bacon, but You're I've not had it in the oven yeah, and the pan. It was clearly worse. Yeah, um, microwave's clearly third position. Nice. Uh, and... I usually do pan, but I'm getting over it. One, it's very messy. Like all the yes. grease just gets everywhere. I'm not into that. And having to clean it all up is annoying. Two, I don't like waiting that long for this bacon. And in the pan, you're hearing it. You're smelling it. It's, and, but I like, I like my bacon crispy. So I want to keep it in there as long as possible, get, make sure it gets nice and crisped up. And it, you know sometimes it curls at the end, so you got to keep flipping it because you want to make sure it's all evenly cooked. I think I'm going to go oven. Now, how crispy is crispy? Do you want it to break off when you if you put it in your mouth and like bend? I want to. I want a few pieces to break off. Yeah. Okay. You want it nuked? Is that nuked? That's why I, I should microwave so. it. I mean, if you want it to literally crumble in your hands, I think you're doing it wrong. So that's the well done steak of bacon. Like yeah. a light well. I like a light well. If it's breaking, that sound like if it's well. breaking, that's it ain't full. bacon. <laughs> <laughs> if it's breaking, it ain't bacon. Count it. All right, I, I don't know. I, beat that. Just move on. No, All right. I'm, I'm, I'm departing the field. Uh, Matt, Matt's the victor. Uh, All right, and lastly, it was a shared victory, Gary. Thank you, Matt. Speaking of, uh, of brotherhood and happiness. Mm-hmm. Speaking of indulging in, in food and drinks, Mercy. we had a long conversation about drinking milk. Who here drinks milk? I do. Yeah. Kalen drinks milk. Yeah, Dawson says he drinks milk like once a day or something. I don't know how much milk he drinks, but he drinks a lot of milk. Uh, and then Ruben writes, my mom drinks milk with ice. I think it's disgusting. She says it's the best. What say you guys? You want your milk ice cold, but you do not want ice in it. That is Dang. a strange move. Put that on a shirt. Yeah, what if you're drinking like a white Russian? Well, I've never had a white Russian. but <gasps> I, I, su- I guess, is that how people drink it? Yeah, There's some ice in the white Russian. Well, it's got alcohol in it, so. Yeah. Well... It seems strange to me. I've never had I milk with it, ice in it, but a milkshake's good, and that's like crumbled ice. Yeah, no, I thought it was no, weird. No, I don't, I don't, <laughs> crumbled, milkshake, crumbled ice. Yeah, yeah. dude. Nope. <laughs> with your rack of bacon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I thought, yeah, it's a little weird, but I've seen people do it. It's not insane. It's not insane to me. But then I started reading the comments below and what, how people drank their milk, and I, then I proceeded to be horrified. 
Uh, Mark wasn't that bad. He says the best milk is camping milk out of an iced down cooler. So you, you pick it Sounds out of the right. cooler. It's nice. It's really cold. It has a condensation all over the carton. Mm. Now, sure. here's the question I have for him. Have you ever tried breast milk at a wedding reception? <laughs> none of us have, Gary. So <laughs> we can, uh, we can <laughs> move forward. Is that true? None of us have? Um, yeah, of course. Like somebody has. No, none of us have. Uh, someone's Maybe gotten, someone's came close. Someone's real close. <laughs> Yeah, someone's came very close, but uh, but did not. So we are all in the no column for uh, we had breast milk at a wedding rehearsal or a wedding reception, um, which is a Chris rehearsal reception. <laughs> uh, none. <laughs> Karen Karen writes. She says I put my glass in the freezer for an hour before I drink milk, and it gets icy shards. But I kind of like that. I mean, amazing, but who has this much time to think about the glass of milk yeah. they're going to consume? Isn't that uncomfortable, just holding a freezing cold glass like while you're trying to drink it, too? Yeah, and I think... No. I don't know, just thinking that far ahead, like, I'm going to drink milk in an hour. In an hour. <laughs> i got, got to prepare. I'm going to jump in I the mean, shower. So wait, she's a monster, but when we do it with our martini glasses, we're just sophisticated? Alcohol and milk, I think, is the big yeah. distinction here. No, I'm just, I'm just teasing. I mean, look, if it, it could be great. I have really have no, no reason for saying it's not good mm-hmm. because I've never done it. Interesting. Uh, let's see. Andy says, I put a mug of milk in the freezer before I drink it. Just so guess what to chill it. Ice cream? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's or, how you make it, right? Well, you put milk in the freezer. Put milk in the freezer. It's crumbled out. You crumble <laughs> and then you crumble it. Yeah. Uh, Jim says, "Got to have ice in there with Kahlua and vodka." That's not bad. That's, well, that's, see, now that's we're talking. Different. That's not bad. That's Norm says he uses those metal ice cubes because he doesn't like to water down the milk. Yeah, I I'm, like those in principle, but I've never been able to come around on just the weirdness factor. The only time that those metal cubes have been useful, in my opinion, is. If you are having like a glass of wine, like a white wine or a rosé, and you just brought it back from the market or something and it doesn't have enough time to chill, that's when those metal cubes are good because you don't want to put real ice cubes in your wine. Yeah. Do you guys – Which you guys I see ever, a lot of people do too. It's weird. Is it still a thing um, – at supermarkets when I was a kid, if like in the nicer supermarkets, there was like a device where you could get a bottle of wine and throw it in there and it would chill while you were walking around the store doing the rest of it. Oh, it's awesome. Have you ever seen it? It's like a no. little bath. It's like cold water that's like constantly circulating and you like go when you get there and you get your bottle of white wine, you drop it in there, go get the rest of your stuff and come back 10 minutes later and it's already perfectly chilled. Which grocery store was that? It was a Gelson's, the one that mm. I can think of specifically, but I feel like I've seen it more than once. Doesn't seem like a Vaughn's thing to me. Probably not. <laughs> Uh, that, I, I think it's a good idea, though. That's a great idea. I would idea. use that for a lot of stuff. I love it. All right. And uh, Erica. Oh, I don't like this one. <laughs> what other stuff? Just out of curiosity. <laughs> so All liquids. <laughs> <laughs> all, my milk. <laughs> uh, Erica writes, I drop a few cubes into my cereal bowl. It keeps the milk oh. super cold. I don't even eat cereal. Oof. And that's... You put oh, the ice awful. in the cereal bowls? Yeah. Up? All right. Now we've crossed the line. <laughs> now we've gone too far. And Jeffrey gives a pro tip. Fill an ice cube tray with milk. Yeah, wow. I feel like I tried doing that as a little kid. It didn't work. Gary, what's wrong? No, I, that I can sort of get behind. I guess if you want like a milk cube for your coffee, that's or, kind of a cool thing, I guess. Oh, milk or cube. if you insist on drinking milk, milk with ice... With ice it should be made out of milk. The same milk. Yes. The same from the same jug or the same carton. If you must have ice cubes in your milk, you should make it out of milk. I will also say that I recently was told by someone you could freeze milk like in a bag, you know, for storage purposes, and that shit separates. 
So I don't know what good milk in an ice cube tray is going to do for you because the the like fat separates from it and it's weird. Gary, where are you getting milk in a bag? <laughs> well, I'm saying like we bought a thing of milk and rather than throwing away half the carton, we poured some into like a gallon bag and put that in the freezer because yeah. someone said, "Oh, you can just freeze milk and reuse it." And it was weird. It did not yeah, work. It didn't. Yeah, milk bag. I think it would separate. Yeah. That makes sense, and I, I'm not into it either. So, it is weird. all right. Well, anyway, that's our that's our milk segment, and our, uh, <laughs> milking it with the Bobo Boys. <laughs> <laughs> and and thank you to everybody for your listener comments. We really appreciate you contributing. Once again, that's our Facebook group, but we're also on Twitter, or Instagram, all that stuff. So hit us up, yeah, wherever, and let us know what you think of the show. Now, I have a. Uh, a surprise. Casey Peters, who does our all of our songs, the intro song, the our segment intro songs. I think he did all of them except for the Flick and the Bean song. Uh, yeah, that one was done by Wes. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, he wrote a song for us. An original. An original song. Nice. He has a little song. And uh, why don't we take a listen to it? Yeah. What do you guys think? Let's do it. Can't wait. All right. It's just uh, the file's called Water Cooler and then song in parentheses. Have you heard this? Yes. Oh, okay. All right. Here we go. I have not. I heard there was an awesome part from Chris and his Corolla squad. But you may not yet know this podcast, do ya? It's Chris, Mike Dawson, Gary and Matt, Kaylin and Insomniac. There's 69s in every water cooler. Water cooler. Water cooler. Water cooler, water cooler. The guy who drew their cover art, his name is Joe, he wrote that first part. But I'm guessing you don't know that back yet, do ya? Joe, I'm the one gets to write the songs Stick to cover art, that's where you belong No, I'm joking, it was awesome Hallelujah For water cooler Water cooler Water cooler Water cooler Amazing. Wow. Matt with a drop of his own at the end. That was KC Peters with an assist from Joe Jiquero. That was incredible. Great job, guys. And Matt. Oh, yeah. Good for you. Yeah, you do have headphones. That's (laughs) right. I forgot about that. That would have (laughs) sucked. That was a really sweet song. That was great. And it's so cool because KC and Joe live on different parts of the country, like different different sides of the country. And they got together 
and wrote that song. It's like the postal service, it. man. It's the yeah. It's it's the it's like, it's like the postal service. Exactly. Casey's Jenny Lewis in this case. Yeah, Joe is a Ben Gibbard. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's, who's the other guy? There's another guy. Caitlin wants to know what this has to do with the mail. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, super impressive. And thank you, Casey and Joe, for that that song. It's it that was very great. very sweet. May I suggest if you become a, a duo, you should go by Casey and JoJo. Yeah, I was just I, I was just making that exact same joke, pretty much. <laughs> I did not think of that, and I love it. All right, let's get to some flick in the bean, and then we are going to settle, settle a little bit more uh, hash slash beef with another round of the soup herbal. But first, Kalen, you got a movie? I do. Let's do it. We all want to know one thing. One thing. Your opinion's what we need. We need. So Kalen, get on that mic. That mic. And flick the bean. Oh, Kalen, flick the bean. Respect, Respect all, all women. Jingle jangle. <laughs> a Christmas Journey. Available now on Netflix. Ah, jingle jangle. Jingle jangle, that's right. This is the sequel to Django Unchained? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are we a Django Django? Sorry. Sorry Son of a bitch. Sorry, <laughs> Stealing my material while I'm not even in the room. <laughs> Kalen loves it. Love it. Kalen is such a visual laugher, so if anybody oh, yeah. goes on YouTube and watches them laugh, it's it's quite joyful. If you, even if, through the mask. Yeah. I don't know if you can see it from this angle, but I catch Kalen's eyes about three times an episode. It's just great. <laughs> it's so fun. Uh, this is written and directed by David E. Talbert. Who did some other movies I didn't recognize? Davy Talbert. Davy Talbert, that's right. It stars Force Whitaker, Keegan Michael Key, and Medine Mills. Okay. And it's about an eccentric toy maker who loses his ability to imagine and create until his granddaughter comes to visit him and helps him reignite the passion he once had. Yeah. It's 122 minutes. Ooh. Definitely 22 minutes too long. Maybe. A clock! It currently sits at 90% with the critics and 76% with the audience. Okay. Um, Matt has seen this movie. I sure have. Chris has seen part of this movie. I sure have. Indicative of how he felt about it. But his TV was weird, so Uh, he had to stop it. Yeah, we'll get into it in a little bit. Gary, have you seen this movie? I have not. I thought it was a sequel to Django Unchained. Yeah, that was his joke. Now, mine, I was, I watched the movie. (laughs) Taylor just loves that. I just love the title, Jingo Django. (laughs) Jingo Django. Um, I watched the movie one night. I put it on, and I didn't realize. Well, I was watching. I'm like, I couldn't take it. Like my brain was just hurting watching it. I, I thought it was very good. The t- like the the singing, the music, the first musical number is incredible. God damn it! And uh, and I thought, okay, this is going to be great. But then, and I love Keegan Michael Key. A big He's fan great. of him. Sure. Forrest and, Whitaker's awesome. Yeah, Forrest Whitaker, of course. So I'm watching this, and I think, okay, this will be fun. I mean, it's it's a kids movie, but it's very creative. It's playful. But I just could it was just too much for my brain to comprehend. It was just too much going on. And and I had to turn it off. And then the next day, I find out my TV's on that weird setting, the enhanced motion. 120 hertz. 120 hertz. And I and that was why. 
And I was because I was wa- uh, Jen was watching something else. And I'm like, why does this look weird too? And then I realized like my TV got turned to that like setting. The frame rate was off. Yeah, which sucks. I hate that effing setting. Why is it's that for a sports, thing? Right? Isn't it for sports? No, it's for dumb people who think <laughs> that it looks better. Okay, so for sports. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't take it. And I. But now that I've switched it back, I'll, get, I'll give Jingo Django another chance. You know what you, you know. need, Chris. You need a small monitor while you're seated on an airplane, stuck between two people. <laughs> yeah. Then you That's can really you focus on then this I can, film. I can really immerse myself. Yeah. No distractions. No distractions. No just, large rumbling sound or motion sickness to keep you from finishing that film. Yeah. That would have helped. I, I really wish I, I could just watch it on a plane. But just watching it on a plane is so expensive these days. Yeah. You have to buy the ticket. and It's just, just crazy. Yeah. You get a flat screen for half the price. Yeah, exactly. I just have a really hard time watching Christmas movies because as the intro like credits are rolling, I'm just thinking, like, is this time that I'm wasting that I could be watching Elf, which is a perfect Christmas movie. Mm. It is like, perfect I just, It's perfect. Yeah. It's flawless. I'm sorry. Yeah. It just is. Do yourself a flavor, Kalen. According to Kalen, he says there's a behind-the-scenes elf. I have, was raving about yes. this. I have heard about this. If you like elf, you should definitely yeah. check it out. Unfortunately, I, I don't have the name of it in front of me. It's called like, The Movies That Made Us. Movies yep. That Made yeah. Us. And they're also, they also have one on um, Nightmare, Nightmare Before, Before Christmas. Yeah. I think they are doing a bunch of them. They have a Home Alone one. I, I think right movies. now they only have the I think two it's only on the Netflix. two, yeah. yeah. Mm. But, um, but yeah, if there's the a one on Elf, one is coming, great. that's great. Especially if you like the movie, which everybody does. Nobody doesn't like Elf. Well, what did um, you think of Jingo Jingo? Jingo Jingo. Uh, correction, the lead girl, the granddaughter in the movie is called Madeline Mills. That's her real name, not Medine. Which <laughs> <was a little laughs> it didn't really seem like a real name. Yeah, I knew that that wasn't that, right yeah. when I said it. Um, as Chris said, this I had never even heard of this Type movie. Up. And I forget if it was on air, but last week I said, oh, I'm going to be reviewing a movie. And you said Jingo Jingo. Jingo Jango. Uh, so then I was like, oh, I guess this is a big thing right now. I got to watch it. And as Chris said, it's a musical, which I did not know. I hate musicals. Oh, whoops. So there's that. <laughs> Uh-oh. Um, you haven't I, met a musical you like? I yeah. have, but very few. Um, What's your favorite musical? <sighs> Might be this one. Let's, What's let's a musical listen. you'll tolerate? Grease. Mm, Grease. I mean, that's a classic. It's the word. All right. Um, West Side Story. I've you never know, seen Steven Spielberg is uh, remaking that. It's coming out uh, yeah, within I'm, a year. I'm not optimistic. Team America was quite enjoyable. Mm, technically a musical. Good yeah. What about La La Land? I've never seen La La Land, I'm nor do I here. want to. <laughs> Bring La La Land into West Side Story. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the most modern here. one because I thought Kim would like something more modern. Sure. Maybe Jingle Jangle. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I generally don't like musicals. Um so this is obviously a Christmas movie, but when I finished it, I thought to myself, "Die Hard's better." <laughs> well, maybe it. I was like, "This isn't really a Christmas movie. Christmas is a part of this movie, but it's a very small part of this movie." So I came in the next day after watching it and told Matt, "I don't think this is a Christmas movie." Oh, what's that, the name of the movie? Jingo Jango. What's the subtitle? A Christmas Journey. Okay. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Continue. Well done, Matt. Uh, the more that I thought about it, though, I was like, this movie feels like a Christmas movie, but it doesn't really have to do with Christmas, right. which is strange. Um, and then I talked to Matt about it today, and I have since kind of, he helped put it into perspective that the themes of the movie, <clears throat> sorry, the themes of the movie have to do with Christmas, even though Christmas isn't really a big factor yeah. in this movie. So. It is a Christmas movie, barely. It's about like toys and magic and family family and forgiveness and all those things are in Christmas movies. Yeah, it's a Christmas movie. Yeah, I admit, but barely. Uh, 
this is a very unique and original film. I will say that it's yeah. very fun, but it's also very silly because it is a kids movie. Um, but for the most part, I really like the the toys that they make in this movie. They're very creative and out there. Um, the musical aspect of it threw me, like the dubbing over. I just oh, it, yeah. it was tough for me to get used to. Um, I will say that this movie probably deserves an Oscar for its costume and set design. It really is just yeah awesome. It's a spectacle. Um, also, I don't know why, but when I was watching it, I kept getting like a Willy Wonka type vibe. Oh, sure. I kept thinking, oh, this is kind of like Willy Wonka. Like modern, yeah, it's playful. Chris, you got that from the first ten minutes of the movie. <laughs> I watched it. I watched the first twenty five. Oh, okay, 30. I got. I I got it. You don't have to eat the whole cake to know what it tastes like, baby. <laughs> All right, yeah, I got a nice slice. Overall, it's a good movie. Oh, I love you. It's fun. It's show. enjoyable. Watch it with your kids. Flickable. Eight point one out of ten. Wow. wow. 8.1. For a musical. For a musical. Nick the music was good. Nick was Davis would want me to point out that it can't be very unique. <laughs> Sorry, That's Nick's lame. not here. His spirit lives. He's here on. in spirit. Yeah, yeah he's here in spirit. All right. Well, now I think it's time. I mean, there's an even number of judges here, so this could, could go get messy. This could go uh, horribly, but let's let's give it a shot. Let's do some shape fondling. Oh no! What type of foods oh, might yes. be here of today? What might be the price? What might be the venue? So let's find out. It's time for Gary to say, "Hey, Matt." What's on the menu? Well, we got another Ooh. section of the bracket to do for the Super Bowl. What? Brought to you. Sorry. Soup herbal. Thank you. Brought to you by the High Society for Hot Spoon Food, headquartered in San Francisco. <laughs> of course, yeah. <laughs> now, we got two intense matches here. I feel like they're both going to be pretty quick. I don't think it's going to really matter that Dawson's here or not. Oh, you, But I could be wrong. We, you, yeah. I could Ooh, be wrong. No. First up. Well, from, could, what, who won last week? Let's just. Oh, we can recap we did it. The, we did the Patreon episode last sure, week. Sure. Yeah, well, subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> Suckers. Chris uh, over here trying to give away the Patreon shit for free. Get, get out, out of here. <laughs> Patreon.com slash watercooler. What's up this week, Matt? This week. <laughs> We have an intense battle here. First up, from the soup plantation category, <laughs> pho. Oh, well, we know where Chris is going. We know where Chris is going. And I'm going to be – but I'm incensed that you guys haven't had it, so there's no way uh, – It's going so up against a uh, representative from the Miss Souplaneous category. Is that right? I put money that Gary has in Yeah, 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 I yeah from Miss Souplaneous. Going up against – Italian wedding soup or Albandinga's meatball soup, what we're mm. talking about here. It comes from many different cultures. So you got the pho, you got the meatball. Chris, we know, is going with the pho. Easy. Kaylin, what's that you? You know, I haven't had either of them too many times, and I'm not the hugest fan of pho. Not even probably half of what Chris is, but it's, I'd say, definitely better than this Italian soup. So I'm going pho. Pho! Over the meatball soup. Pho is... Why don't you tell listeners what it is, Chris, and make us taste it while we hear the description. Then I'll tell you what I don't like about it. Pho. From uh, the Vietnamese part of the world, Vietnam. <laughs> are, we supposed to be, are we supposed to be tasting Vietnam now? Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Gary was pretty disgusted by, uh, by that first sentence there. It's, it's a, a, a slow-cooked broth, a, a beef broth, excuse me, beef broth. And it has uh, some thin rice noodles in it. Some rice noodles aren't those two things, Chris? No, no, no. It's, these are it's it's noodles made out of rice. They're they're delicious. 
Uh, it has some some beef in it, like some. They, usually, they put the beef raw and it cooks in the heat of the soup. That's what I don't like about it. We Why? don't have you don't have to do it that way. Don't though. you cook your eggs in the bacon fat? What's the difference? There you go. Wait, wait, yeah. What's wrong with that? It's just first off, it's like raw meat, but it cooks in your soup. But I don't trust it to cook fully. It cooks just. I don't trust it to cook. You could add, and you, it comes raw, and I don't like that. Yeah, and you could eat it. You should never have, go to Joe Coy restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like that. Shabu so thinly, shabu. it's so thinly sliced that it just cooks right no, away. No, you can see it change color, but I don't <laughs> yeah. trust it still. Now, is it like based on what Gary's just saying, shabu shabu, which is that type of cooking where they give you a big bowl of hot soup and you take the thin meat and you kind of cook it in the soup and you let it cook? Is it? Is fudge or somebody doing all that work for you? No, but it's a soup. You, like you're not. You get to eat, enjoy the broth and everything at the same time, and the noodles. So you're, the other one, you 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 swish it in there and then you just eat the meat by itself. But this one, it's all in the same. You get you get uh, uh, bean sprouts. You get some some basil. You get uh, sometimes cilantro, some green onions in there. Damn, sounds really good. Oh, it's it's perfect, Matt. And and they don't. They eat it for breakfast, even like you, you can eat it. I think it's actually most commonly enjoyed for breakfast, but it's the best uh, hangover soup, and it it really like I'll eat it every day. I could eat it every day. It is the best soup, hands down. It is my front runner for the win, and you can lock that in. All right, Gary, what say you? I'll abstain because I Chris is right. I do not have good experience with either of these. I have had Italian wedding soup, and it's fine. I'm sure that it's better than pho. <laughs> The way that it's named and the way that it looks. I'm a big fan of beef, though, so maybe I would like pho, but mm. I think it's only fair that I abstain. Well, I got to say what I'm going to have to bring this to is what I'm craving the most because the way you describe the pho right now, I'm really missing that shabu-shabu experience. It was a great place in Pasadena. I know it's a little bit different, but just the idea of the hot soup, the broth, mixing the meat and all the different vegetables in it. The Italian wedding soup – as much as I love the cruises that we go on, Italian wedding soup to me is cruise ship food because they always have an Italian oh. wedding soup one of the nights where they give you those little tiny fucking peanut-sized meatballs. And <laughs> I'm not really craving that so much. So yeah. I'm going to give the vote to the pho, Woo! which means even without Gary's non-vote, pho is fucking moving on. <laughs> yes. Way to go. I love it. And I always thought if I opened up a pho place, I would call it forever ever. Mm, yeah, that's, that's okay. Good. Yeah. All right, we got one more matchup here. I still like breakfast. That's good, too. <laughs> breakfast, yeah. That's good. Uh, from the Chunk Sipples category. There was, sorry, before that, there was a place in the Glendo Galleria called 9021 Pho. And oh, I thought, yeah. what the fuck are <laughs> no. you doing? Yeah, they <laughs> it's really not are... pronounced Pho. <laughs> right. like, it would work if it's pronounced Pho, like 9021 Pho. But 9021 Pho. Yeah, it doesn't quite work. Get out of here. And it's in Glendale. Yeah. No. Oh, well. Crazy. I think it's closed down now. It was actually pretty good. Of course you were. <laughs> of course you were like, I hate the name of this place. Can I have yeah, one pho, please? It was actually, yeah. They did good pho. All right, go ahead. We got from the Chunk Sipples category on this, the fifth night of Hanukkah, matzo ball soup going up <laughs> against. This one is going to be quick. From the dirty soup, dirty joke soup category, clam chowder. Oh, get oh, the F yeah. out of here. Now, you guys this know how I done. feel about this. I'm Jewish. My culture is very important to me. But... I love me some clam, so I'm going with clam chowder. But I love me some clam. I mean, this is a no-brainer. I thought, I mean, clam chowder is is just such a front runner. I mean, it's the Patriots of the of the bracket here. I, <laughs> <laughs> bucks. I mean, bucks maybe bucks. 
Uh, I mean, of of previous seasons, <laughs> like growing up, like or, I mean, the last few years, I guess yeah. it was like okay, they're they're always going to be in the running, and yeah, Clam Chowder is just so solid. I mean, oh, the red or with the or, white, it with or matter. without the bread bowl, I don't care. Yeah. With. It's so well, of this, course with, but I mean, just like to advance. Yeah, this one's really easy. I think I'm pretty well on the record for not being a huge seafood fan. Clam chowder is awful, but it's absolutely better than matzo ball soup. Mm. <laughs> matzo ball soup is terrible. Matzo ball soup is awful. I feel yeah. like, I feel is there like... more you want to say on this fifth night of Hanukkah, Gary? <laughs> yeah, you should take those candles and burn down anyone who is making matzo ball <laughs> oh <my> soup. God, <laughs> awful! Wow. Hate crimes. Yeah, I know. Happy on again, everybody. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You. Now, I know Can't that you, you don't like seafood, yeah. but clam chowder doesn't have any kind of seafood flavor to it. I feel like... If it's done properly, it does not. Yeah. I don't, don't know. Want, it's weird that you would fishy. say you hate cl- uh, clam chowder so much when it doesn't really have that fishy taste. It just has, I don't know, I guess the texture of the clams I could understand, but it's delicious. Yeah, do you like calamari? You seem like you would like calamari. You deep fry something, I can pretty yeah. much get on board with it. Yeah, but it's like the same texture as calamari. Mm. Whatever, it's better than matzo. <laughs> 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 All right, so it's not that Gary loves clam chowder, but he just hates I hate matzo. matzo ball soup. Yeah. All right, guys, much. well, it's been decided. Clam chowder, moving on, which means in a few weeks, it's taking on pho. It's going to be... Uh-oh going to be real tough. No, well, I'll be ready for this. Uh-oh. I'm bringing I'm bringing pho tomorrow for everybody <laughs> to try. I do feel like Gary and Matt, you guys need to eat some pho before 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 we're running out we of time to eat reindeer here. I don't know if we <laughs> yeah. can really I don't know how many food things no, we, we can should go to 912 and pho. Is that still open, right? <laughs> I don't think it's open God anymore. Damn yeah. It. Here I I have an idea. Put some reindeer in some pho. <laughs> oh, reindeer pho. <laughs> yeah, we just got to do that. Yeah, let's do it uh, next week, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Get our by the way, this is not a tease. I've literally had reindeer meat in my office for <laughs> weeks now. But thankfully, it's in jerky and sausage form, so yeah. it's not going bad. But I'm, I'm down. I'm ready. Yeah, we'll finally I'm ready. live his dream. Yep. And slash biggest regret. Mm-hmm. So, in a Santa beard. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have to eat reindeer dress as Santa. Yep. Cause That's coming up on a Patreon episode. Not this Wednesday, but maybe next Wednesday before, yeah. we, uh, before we all depart. I love it. All right. Well, uh, that. Oh, oh, that's what's on the menu. That's yeah. what's on the menu. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get our plugs in. We had to start a little later today because of uh, I don't know just what went on with the with the uh, the other pods today. So why don't we get our plugs and we'll start with Kalen. Kalen, where should we go for you, my friend? Oh, don't worry about me. Really? That's okay. Right. We never do. Uh, what's your what's your gamer handle again? Sour shoes. Just I like know. that. Two, one, two, five. Two, two, five. <laughs> <laughs> we, ha- we got your back. Gary, what's up with you? Uh, go to work. Um, also, <laughs> you could um, go to chunkdibbles.com. Woofwoof15 is the code to use to get 15% off of your uh, order. And um, yeah, man, support small businesses. They are, uh, they're very happy to have the business and they love you guys. So check that out. Chunk Nibbies. 
Follow me on Twitter at Matt Fondelier. Subscribe to our Patreon episodes if you would. And a few weeks ago, you guys were talking about your favorite holiday albums. I wasn't here for that, so I'm going to throw one out. Oh, please. It's on Spotify and stuff. The album is called, and I recommended this last year too, it's called It's a Holiday Soul Party, and it's by Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings. Oh. It's like a throwback retro album that came out a couple years ago. Sharon Jones unfortunately passed away. She's like a classic uh, soul singer. Yeah, great voice. And there's a bunch of covers, a bunch of original songs. It is a joyous album, and your parents are not going to get mad at you for playing it, unlike Afro Man. How many songs about blowjobs? Yeah, not enough. <laughs> not nearly enough. Although there is a song about jingle balls, and she's really talking about working those balls. So it almost seems like an Afro Man song. Well, here's a note for her. Django balls. <laughs> <laughs> Django balls. Oh, can we just end the show now? <laughs> uh, yeah, we can, but I'd like to plug one thing, and that is uh, to wish Gary Smith a happy birthday. It's everybody here. It is Gary's birthday happy today. Happy His birthday. full birthday. So, uh, Congratulations. Yeah. Just six months to the big day. Yeah, <laughs> six more to go. It just seems like yesterday when I had my birthday. Uh, actually, just mere few weeks ago. I don't remember that. Are we, are we Has anyone about talked about that? No, no. I'm not sure. Why, Why would you bring my, it up at the time, Chris? Own... Why would you bring yeah. it up so I don't know. later? I, just, I thought, well, just weird. your birthday's reminding me of my birthday, okay. which... Uh, which I'd like to just uh, – Well, that was why Laura Lee gave us the boozy bite. She said to bring him in on our on my birthday and I knew this show would air on my birthday. So. Happy birthday, yeah, buddy. So everybody Thanks, wish Gary a happy birthday at G. Patrick Smith everywhere. And we'll be back for Patreon this Wednesday. So thank you so much for listening. We love you. <laughs> <laughs>